No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. Girls, thank you for joining us. Wednesday night edition, Daily Boogie Podcast. Let's do this. Let's go already. Hope you had a lovely couple of days, because I certainly did. As always, so much to get through, so little time. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, please head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Subscribe to the podcast on your podcast player, of course. Ladies and gentlemen, you can follow us on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. If you'd like to leave a tip, there's various ways. You can go to the coffee place or the Streamlabs place or the DLive place or the YouTube place, whatever you fucking play. Whatever place you want to go, we'll be there. We'll be there right there with you. It's us and you, you and us. It's a team. We're a team here. Of course, I'm not going to help you do anything like around the house or anything like that. There'll be no, like, kind of picking you up from the airport or anything, but that doesn't mean you still won't be on the team. Just obviously, there's not too many things that we can, you know, kind of help each other out with. But you can, you can if you want to. Buymeacoffee.com slash boogiebumper streamlabs. Oh, slash boogiebumper, whatever. (laughs) Welcome to the fucking show, ladies and gentlemen. Wednesday night. As you know... Over the last little time, we have indeed become valued members of Team YouTube. So later on tonight, as part of our responsibilities here at Team YouTube to promote a healthy and happy environment for all content creators. (laughs) I'm sorry. I really do mean it. So as part of our commitment here at Team YouTube, a little later on, we will be discussing the need, really, that society has for celebrities to come out and tell them what to do. Because here on this program, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, ladies and gentlemen, we love celebrities. Yay, celebrities. Woo. We love we love talking about them. We love what they do for us. They're so moral. Uh, Gypsy of Diamonds with the giant... Did somebody send a... I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> I've got no alert. If somebody sent... A diamond, oh dear. Oh no, see now I have to reload all this. <sighs> Sorry. You better be muted. Okay. Good evening. <laughs> that was worth it. <laughs> Thank you, Gypsy of Diamonds, for the diamond. Vantage of Steel's a diamond, Gypsy. Good evening to you too. <laughs> so terribly sorry about that. Let me see if I can fix that. I I just hate it when the when stuff doesn't work the way it's supposed to work because then when the people give the diamonds, I need to be able to read what the people want to say. It's only fair. Because otherwise it makes me look like an asshole. So hopefully it works out. I mean who knows? Who knows? Thank you for the diamond gypsy. Fair did you steal the diamond gypsy? So yes, 
Where was I? All right, right. Yeah, of course. Valued members of Team YouTube. So because we're valued members of Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, later on, we're going to discuss the celebrities and the need to be COVID safe, COVID aware, and what celebrities are doing to let us know the right way to live and think and the right things to believe in. So very much looking forward to that. But before we get that far down the road, here on the Wednesday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast, there's been a lot of these videos over the last couple of years, this style of video. This is a pretty fresh one, I think. It was sent to me by Original Rev. Let's have a look. Listening to the podcast, you've got um, a white woman who's filming police. I think it's about some kind of mask issue because one of the last things she says is, and the CDC, I don't know if you know this, but the CDC just announced, right? <laughs> I'm sick of being bullied. I'm sick of being lied to. I will not have I will not have it. <laughs> police must be like, look, if you don't put your mask on, we're gonna have to ask you to leave. I'm sick of being bullied. I'm sick of being lied to. <laughs> Why can't you just be more like a man and say, fuck off? <laughs> Sums it all up. The man is also sick of being bullied and sick of being lied to. The man also th thinks to himself, I will not have it. And when he expresses himself to the police, it comes out as a nice, concise, simple, fuck off. <laughs> That's all you need. I'm sick of being bullied. I'm sick of being lied to. I will not have it. And not true. I will not have it. You understand that? I will not have it. I'm sick of being bullied. I'm sick of being lied to. And it's not going to happen anymore. Do you understand? The CDC just released. Oh my gosh. 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 Fantastic. <laughs> Let me grab that link for you. Turns it into a very sing songy, uh, enjoyable experience, doesn't it? But you can't play that one without playing what I think is still like the best one from a couple of years ago from 2019. I sent this back actually to the person who sent me that first clip and he hadn't seen it and he was like, oh shit. So you've got to, you've got to play the classic ladies and gentlemen, Cardi B. None of you bitches, none of you bitches got these exclusive Swisher Sweet hugs. What's poppin'? Fantastic. <laughs> so there you have it. I'm just going to ease you into this show because it's about to get really fucking heavy. For the next couple of minutes, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to remember the joy you felt watching those two previous videos. Those little explosions of creativity and satire and just good, clean family fun. Because the next thing that I'm about to show you will rock you to your very core. I'm not, I'm not being hyperbolic. I'm not overstating it. This is truly one of the most horrific things you'll see in the next, I'm going to call it, half an hour. At least. At least. 
So strap in or strap on, whatever makes you feel more comfortable, ladies and gentlemen, because this is coming at you fucking hot. Former president, former presidential uh, candidate, current senator, John Hickenlooper, ladies and gentlemen, uh, promoting <laughs> promoting a bill which uh, they're hopeful will pass through Congress and the Senate. Well, I'm just a bill, yeah, I'm only a bill, and I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill, oh yeah, there's a bill here in the Senate, and it's called the People Act. <laughs> I know we've been saying this a lot this year, but what the, what the fuck is he doing? What are you doing, sir? <laughs> sir... Please drop the banjo, sir. If I was on John Hickenlooper's staff yesterday, today I would be looking for, you know, other opportunities in an employment sense. Because this is, um, <laughs> nobody wants to work in this guy's office with this with this kind of behaviour taking place. What the hell are you doing, sir? We had um, Bill de Blasio just, what, a month ago? Not even a month ago, like a fortnight ago. Remember dressed all up like a hood rat? <laughs> We're going to give tickets away to the Brooklyn Nets. I, I bet he's a real fucking big Nets fan. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> Sitting there eating fries. The beautiful party is like all of the people who just fall into line. They'll just fall into line and go, Oh my God, it's so good. And then don't you see how Bill de Blasio, he's just being funny and relatable, you know. And the comments are like, We love you, Bill. <laughs> It always makes me smile. Because, of course, it's ridiculous. None of it. None of it's real. But they really do try. He's so wonderful. He's so good. He's John, John Hickenlooper. Well, I'm just a bill, yeah. I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here in Capitol Hill. It's called the, the People Act. Sing along. Gives power to the voters and not those corporate packs. Oh, it's very good, isn't it? It's very catchy. This is a bill, make it easy. Voters to have their say. You can pick it up really easy. So let's make elections fairer. S1 today. <laughs> <laughs> hey? Huh? What do you think of that? Pretty fucking good, huh? John Hickenlooper, ladies and gentlemen. Current senator in the most powerful government on planet Earth. Uh, I replied to his tweet with the only thing I could think to reply. Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, who left all this garbage on the steps of Congress? <laughs> I'm not garbage. I'm an amendment to be. It's an amendment to be. And I'm hoping that they'll ratify me. There's a lot of flag burners who have got too much freedom. I want to make it legal for policemen to be them. Because there's limits to our liberties. Please don't hope and pray that there are. Because 
Thank you very much, Phil D'Angelo. I'll replay it because I think I talked over the top of it. And I guess it doesn't want to replay. Come on. Come on. Come on, little fella. How'd you come? How'd you come out of the burrow, mate? There you go. Happy Hanukkah, my nigga. Winning underscore TV tipped three dollars. Thank you. Here Phil. for the party, bring on the boog guy. He should done it this way. Okay, let's have a look. We now return to a brand new episode. <laughs> it's another cool house rock. <laughs> yeah. Boy, you really have to climb a lot of steps to get to this Happy Capitol Hanukkah building in Washington. Oh, it's the same one. I must have hit replay Winning twice. underscore TV tipped $3. <laughs> okay, thank you. Here for the party. Bring I know, on the I got it guy. now. He should done it this way. I got it now. God, I hope I didn't hit it three times. DC, say, what's that piece of paper doing here? Oh, you mean me? I'm, I'm a bill. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. But I know I'll be someday Which one came first, do you think? This one or the Simpsons one? And shit, is that the guy? The guy dressed up like Waldo. Is that Chris from The Sopranos? What's he doing there? Fucking <laughs> well done. Well done, Mr. Montesante. I guess the dreams can come true, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Phil, wow, I tip nine bucks. Yes, by playing it three times. Where were we again? All right, just a just a refresher, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I'm just a bill, yeah, I'm only a bill, and I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Oh, it's just so good. But. But why can't we just make a law against flag burning? Why because that law would be unconstitutional. But if we change the constitution... Then we could make all sorts of crazy laws. <laughs> still the best. The old stuff is still the best. I remember listening to an interview with Al Jean. This, this line always stuck with, uh, with me years later. So Al Jean was like a producer on The Simpsons. I don't know if he might still be. I don't know. I haven't watched The Simpsons in a long time, to be fair. And the ones I have watched, pretty terrible. <laughs> so got up to like season 12-ish at the best. Season 10 is probably the cutoff, but you can squeeze another couple of seasons out with randomly sporadically good episodes. Um, that's about as, and what, it's been going 10 years, what, 18 years or something since then, hasn't it? So, you know, who fucking knows? But, gee, the old stuff was the best. So, yeah, Al Jean, um, he said one of the things that keeps him up at night is knowing that he would, like, eventually all of the kids who grew up watching The Simpsons would eventually become, like, managers and politicians and people with power. And he said that thought frightened him. <laughs> Which is a great fucking endorsement for your show. It is. There's limits to our liberties, guys. Why can't we 
we just make a law against flag burning? Why can't we? Because that law would be unconstitutional. Yes. But if we change the Constitution... Then we could make all sorts of crazy laws. Now you're catching on. What the hell is this? It's one of those campy 70s throwbacks that appeals to Generation Xers. We need another Vietnam to thin out their ranks a little. What a... <laughs> See, Simpsons was pretty fun. That, was, that would have been pretty spicy back in the day. Gen, Gen X is like this. Oh, we need another Vietnam Vietnam to thin out their ranks. <laughs> I don't think that they would make that joke now. Probably not. People say you're not good enough to be in the Constitution. Then I'll crush all opposition to me. And I'll make Ted Kennedy pay. If he fights back, I'll say that he's gay. Amendment, they ratified you. You're in the U.S. Constitution. Woo-hoo. Oh yeah! Doors open, boys. Doors open, boys. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. John Hickenlooper doing fantastic stuff. So, like I said in the intro, ladies and gentlemen. Here at Team YouTube, there's two things that we enjoy above everything else. Number one would be celebrities, of course. They're our favourites. Because I think it's fair to say they're just better than us. They're just better people. They're smarter. They're faster. They're more beautiful, obviously. More talented, right? more popular, more money. They're just better people than us. So when they say things, I don't know about you, I listen because... Uh, I respect my betters in society. You know, I scurry out of the way should I see one of them, you know, uh, trying to get in a door at the same time or just if I see one in public, I make sure never to look them in the eyes, bow my head. And, you know, they appreciate that. They know because then they like me then because I know my place and which is obviously beneath them. So we love the celebrities here on Team YouTube. The other thing that we love here on Team YouTube is COVID safety awareness, folks. We we want everybody out there to be COVID safe, vaccine safe, vaccine aware. We want you doing the best thing. So we thought to ourselves here at Team YouTube, how can we get these two things together to make like a make beautiful love? And then that way, everybody, because we all love celebrities and we all love COVID safety, right? We all love celebrities. We all love getting vaccinated. So how can we get the two together, create beautiful music, and then we'll probably get the rest of you rubes and conspiracy theorists and science deniers out there on the train, rolling up your sleeve, doing the right thing, thinking of other people. It's got to be the celebrities. So let's investigate here. Team YouTube, (laughs) let's start getting some celebrities on board to spread the good word. After 15 months, it finally feels like the U.S. is winning the fight against... Just just like that. ...the coronavirus, yeah. new cases and hospitalization. I mean, finally. Finally. I mean, it was a long, hard struggle, but... Obviously, since the election of Joe Biden, I mean, everything's just got so much better. It's gotten so much easier, don't you think? Except, ex- I mean, except in those Republican states like Florida, for example... I mean, Death Santis, you know, clearly a problem. Uh, clearly trying to eliminate all the old people in Florida. He really is a pig of a man. Awful, awful human being. 
So that's the worst. Um, New York's probably doing it better than everybody. I mean, you don't win a Grammy Award or an Emmy Award or whatever the fuck it was uh, if you're not doing a good job. You don't get to write a book about what a good job you're doing unless you're doing a good job. So I can only assume that Governor Cuomo is doing a fantastic job. Same with California, of course. They're all doing great things. It's really just the Republican states that are doing a terrible job. So finally, thank you, Joe. We love Joe Biden here at Team YouTube. Joey B., um, good job, Mr. Biden. Good job, Mr. President. You're winning a war against COVID. ...are at record lows, and more than 60% of Americans over the age of 18 have received at least one shot. Yay! But while the nation Yay! is still administering just under 2 million doses per day, that's yeah. nearly a 50% decrease mm. from our vaccination peak in mid-April. Wow. It's almost like once you vaccinate people, um, there's fewer people left to vaccinate. It's a weird thing. There's this weird thing I heard about once in high school called math. Now, I wasn't very good at math, but, you know, it would make sense that if there's a set, like, amount of people that you're dealing with and you administer doses to as many people as you possibly can, then eventually the remaining people who are yet to receive the dose would be fewer in number than they were at the start of the process. But I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand why the rates are dropping 50% of what they used to. I guess we better bring in more people. <laughs> don't laugh because they'll do it. Well, look, we've got all of these doses. We've got all of these, all of this spare time. The rates of vaccination are dropping. It's dropped 50%. Why don't we bring in more fucking people? Good idea, sir. We, we don't want all of this stuff to go to waste. Can't just leave it sitting here on the floor. Open the borders. We've got to get these vaccination numbers up. <laughs> Don't laugh, they'll probably do it. Now, vaccine hesitancy threatens to halt the incredible oh, progress no. we've made over these past few months. But mm. fear not, someone who has a lot of experience in yeah, Fear not, because vaccine hesitancy. Vaccine hesitancy is is <laughs> vaccine hesitancy is gonna derail this train. I remember last year when, like, the lockdowns and shit started. I said on this show something to the effect of, you know, eventually the story will change and it's not... COVID's not going to be to blame for the lockdowns, right? Freedom is going to be the problem. The problem isn't that COVID is, like, spreading through people. The problem is people are aren't, you know, people aren't following guidelines. The the issue, the reason that we have lockdowns, right, the reason that we're all at risk is because of you people out there who think that you have a right to spread diseases around. You know what I mean? So too much freedom is the real problem. COVID, COVID itself is just a vehicle, but the real issue, the, the only reason we have COVID is because of you rubes out there who, you know, exercise too much freedom. So that's what we need to put a stop to. You know, look at look at where we are. Look at what we look at where we are now. A year later, coffee talk with Sandra with a diamond. It is a bit annoying. You said it. It's a little bit annoying. Just a little bit annoying. The reason we can't wipe it out is because of you. <laughs> you know, eating a sandwich or something. You, it's your fault that everything isn't back to normal. You're supposed to be wearing a mask when you eat your sandwich, sir. How could I get it in my mouth if I wear a mask on it? Fucking idiot. 
arrest that man. Arrest him for spreading medical misinformation. Please. And if anybody's if, if if anybody, you know, gets the urge to say those kinds of things, please, if you're a mod, just eliminate them completely from the chat. Get rid of them. Because I believe in free speech, but <laughs> medical I mean medical misinformation. We've got to be very careful. Remember on Monday night show how we played uh, the clips from last year uh, where we were informed, you know, that we're very the, the evidence very strongly leans toward uh, the virus, you know, being part of a species-to-species species natural evolutionary kind of scenario. And you'll remember six months ago, a lot of people had their accounts taken because, of course, here at Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we believe in doing the right thing. And the right thing is removing the wrong thing, clearly. Because you know why? Because we're responsible here at Team YouTube. <laughs> and we, we respect you too much to let misinformation spread, you know, because you might listen to it, pick it up, start believing it, and we can't have that for our little, our little YouTube friends. <laughs> so that was going on. Anyway, let's get back to the price of fish, otherwise we'll be here all day. More than 60% of Americans over the age of 18 have received mm -hmm. at least one shot. But while the nation is still administering just under 2 million doses per day, yes. that's nearly a 50% decrease from our vaccination peak in mid-April. Now, vaccine hesitancy threatens to halt the incredible progress we've made over these past incredible few months. Incredible progress. But fear not. Someone who has a lot of experience in local government mm -hmm. is stepping up to help turn that around. Wow. A, a, a real local government hero. Cometh the moment, cometh the man. <laughs> who who can we possibly bring on board here to steer us through these murky waters? I know. How about somebody who's really good at dealing with politicians? Wow. Who would have thought? Who would have thought the government is yet again the solution to this? I mean, they really. The reason I love the government is they're basically like our heroes. They're like our saviors. You know, people watch the Avengers and people watch Superman and they think to themselves, why don't we have a superhero? But we do. It's the government. They really do love me and protect me and keep me safe. Thank you, Mr. Government, for keeping me safe. Actor Nick Offerman, best known for his role as Ron Swanson in the NBC comedy Parks and Not Recreation, Swanson. is set to... No! 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 No. 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 They're, they're going to take Swanson away from us? Come on, man. Swanson's like the, the based libertarian. Just fucking hates the government. <laughs> they're going to take him away from us. This is horrifying. Nick. Nick, what have they done to you, Nick? What is this? Oh, no, I'm not going to enjoy this. Testified before Congress on Wednesday, urging Americans to get vaccinated. Oh, Nick Offerman no. joins me now. He's an actor, author, woodworker, and you can catch season three of his show, Making It, on NBC Pre Woodworker? All right, does he, does he go to a factory, does he? <laughs> does he go to a factory and put together fucking dining tables and shit? Does he walk around with a tool belt on? He does look a little bit like Al from Home Improvement these days, which is interesting. Premiering June 3rd. Nick, such a pleasure to speak to you this evening. Such a fucking pleasure. When looking pleasure. at vaccine hesitancy, one of the most difficult groups to reach are white, lesser educated men. It's your fault. 
it's you know you know what's causing all of these lockdowns. You know the thing that's holding us back from getting back to normal. Dumb white men. Who would have? What a fucking revelation. I'm sorry, Mr. Swanson, are you saying that the white men are to blame for this? Yes, I am, Kent. Would you say now is a good time for our viewers to crack each other's heads open and feast on the goo inside? Yes, I would, Kent. (laughs) Stupid white men. It's your fault. How dare you? They're the hardest... Did you hear what he said? They're the hardest group to reach. (laughs) It doesn't matter what we say. They just don't listen to us. They're not doing what we tell them. They're a problem. I mean, they really are. The the, the dumb white men are the hardest group to fucking deal with in society. Really, we would have an amazing society if we didn't have any white dumb men. Wouldn't we? Society would basically be perfect, I think. If we can get rid of all of the non-university educated males. I mean, this is... this. We are steering now down like fucking Mao Pol Pot territory, aren't we? <laughs> Let's just... I mean, look at this group here. The uneducated white men. Really, what do they contribute? I don't know. You mean like 50% of the tax base? Yeah, so what? Fuck them. <laughs> Kitty V in the chat. Kitty V, is that Sargon? <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> he does have a little bit of Sargon about him, doesn't he? Ron Swanson, has he has he transitioned into Sargon of Akkad? If you don't know who Sargon of Akkad is, he's a, a British woman who makes videos about the culture war. Uh, where is he? Here he is. Oh, yes, yes. Look at this. Oh, my. Hang on. Where, show me in a new tab. Thank you. New tab, please. Oh, my goodness. All right. Number one. Number two. Number one, number two, number one, number two. Look at that. (laughs) Sargon of Swanson, fucking bring it, give it to me. Three of his show, making it on NBC premiering June 3rd. Nick, such a pleasure to speak to you this evening. Such a pleasure, Nick. When looking at vaccine hesitancy, one of the most difficult groups to reach are white, yep. lesser educated men because, and men living in rural communities. You know what? why? Because they're stupid and racist. That's why. Uneducated, racist bigots. They probably hate trans people as well, let's be honest here. I mean, is there any... And in rural areas too. So in that flyover part of the country, we hate them, don't we? They're, they're just terrible. They're the worst, ladies and gentlemen. I've been to the top of Mount Everest they haven't done anything. I've shared the stage with all the best. Lot of good it did for me. They really haven't achieved anything for us in society whatsoever. Why do you think that is and what message do you have to them and to Congress this coming week? Yeah. What's the message, Nick? Well, thank you for having me. It's great to see you again, Matey. And uh, to thank answer you your question, I would say that that particular group, uh, which I- Doesn't he sound, to me, he sounds like Mike Pence. Are they from the same area or is it just that, thank you very much? It's like, um, I don't know, like evening talk show host on a local radio station style of speaking. Welcome, because you don't want to be too, hey, what's going on? Because it's not breakfast, right? 
you do that shit at breakfast and through the day it, it gradually mellows out until like you, you do the reverse of breakfast, which is like nine o'clock at night. And it's like, welcome back to WKFN. He's got that way, that presentation. So, Nick, tell us about your push. Tell us about what you're going to talk to Congress about. Well, thank you for having me, Maddie. You know, it's always a pleasure to be on your show. We're going to be talking to Congress about, you know, that easy style. Well, thank you for having me. It's thank great you to for see having you again, me, Mady. And uh, to answer your question, I would say that that particular group, uh, which I feel representative of, we, you know, we, we start... Can, can you not just say actors? <laughs> Maybe you're not allowed... To, is that who we saw? Who knows what people are fucking talking about anymore? Everybody is so committed to not saying anything that's, you know, concise and specific that they end up using a lot of words to say fucking nothing at all. What, what are you saying? Just say the name of the group. You're allowed to. That's, that's the purpose of language, right? It's to convey thoughts. It's not to create more. It's not so everybody can sit here and go, what the fuck is he talking about? That's bad. You want to do the opposite of that. Great to see you again, matey. And uh, to answer your question, I would say that that particular group, uh, which I feel representative of... <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? God. Please observe tunnel signage to facilitate safe maintenance activities. We, you know, we, we start with ignorance and stubbornness. So mm. we say, I don't know how... That's right. Dumb white men, you're just ignorant and stubborn. You know what's even more fun than celebrities, like, openly insulting you? It's when they're trying to help. That's, that's far more insulting is when they think they're doing it the good thing, you know? <laughs> Every single time. Whenever they think they're doing you a favour, it's always far fucking worse. Then if they, if they just came out and said, look, I don't like you, you don't like me, do what we fucking say, otherwise we're going to mock you. People would go, yeah, fair enough. Fuck you. But no, it's not like that at all. It's like, well, thank you for having me on the show, uh, matey. Listen, I think what we need to deal with, first of all, is the ignorance and the stupidity. Okay? Once we start addressing the ignorance of the people out there, you know, those, you know, those uneducated, dumb white people, especially the men. Once we deal with the ignorance of the men, I think we're going to see a lot of breaking down of these barriers that are between us. Fuck, go fuck itself. <laughs> we love celebrities. Yay, celebrities. Woo. Oh, this is supposed to go, but I'll be damned if I'm going to read the instructions. And eventually we rely on <laughs> others to usually. Uh, the uh, and the other thing of note here is like, so now he's Happy doing a carpentry show. Ah. Oh, Victor underscore von underscore shroom tipped five dollars. Thank you, Victor. So Down syndrome folks have been putting their faces on Dutch celebs over here using the Wombo.yar app. Can we get the rest of the world do that too? I really think that would really fix the vaccine program just saying. Well, that sounds like a pretty ignorant thing to say there, Victor. I mean, I'm sure you're an... I'm sure Victor is like an ignorant, dumb white person as well. I mean, obviously, clearly. <laughs> Thank you for the... Thank you for the tip, Victor. We love our uneducated. Remember when they got uh, angry at Trump when he said, um, 
I love uneducated people. And I'm like, he loves uneducated people. It's like, aren't, isn't that your job? Aren't you the one supposed to be? Well, yes. <laughs> I would say to them, how come, so what, you don't love uneducated people? Um, All of the smart people vote for us, you know. Oh, that's that's a fucking achievement. That's what you want on your resume. Hey, look, all of the nerds. <laughs> all of the dumb idiots. <laughs> Who cares? I'm an uneducated white man. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, oh, look at me. I'm Homer Simpson, right? I can grab onto this high voltage because I'm Homer Simpson. I can say whatever I want because I'm an ignorant and stupid, uneducated white man. Look, Bob, first we're going to have to deal with the ignorance out there. If we want to if we want to start breaking down these walls of vaccine hesitancy, Bob, what we need to do is get into the minds of these uh, ignorant rubes who live out there and just teach them that we know better than them and they should listen to us. I mean, you know, these are the people who I relate to now because I'm doing a show about carpentry. So I grew, I grew this beard so I can fit in with them, so I can, like mask camouflage right with the ignorant white men and now i'm doing a show where i you know make little tables and little tidbits and walk around with a fucking tool belt on so now they're going to listen to what i have to say now i'll be able to lead them like moses parting the sea follow me boys let's go he's bearded and he's got a tool belt did you see that drill yes it's very expensive let's follow him follow him into battle Yes, Jim Edward. I'm a white male aged 18 to 39. Everyone listens to me, no matter how crazy my ideas. And that's when you throw the peanuts and gum into your mouth because together they last. The, the more sage members of society, i.e. our wives, to get us to pay attention to the scientists and the experts. The uh, scientists got to trust the scientists. Got to trust the experts, hey? And like I said on Monday's show, when people hear that, when people people will repeat that after watching this, got to trust the science, go trust the experts. 99% of people, when they say trust the science, trust the experts, could not, you know, name a scientific study that they're referring to. They couldn't name a an expert, maybe outside of Dr. Fauci. Maybe that's why they needed Dr. Fauci to give all of the people who don't follow any scientific material and don't follow studies to give them like the moral um, the moral weapon they need in able to say, hey, I listen to the experts. Here's Dr. Fauci. They just gave them that one, you know, cover all name. Trust the science. Trust Fauci. Trust the experts. Trust Fauci. Trust the research. Trust Fauci. Now they can name one. Because like I said the other day, I, used to, I, I say to people when they say, oh, trust the science, I go, can you name one for me? And they go, what? And I say, name a scientist that you're referring to. Which one in particular? And most people can't name one because they, they they themselves aren't trusting the science. They're trusting the celebrity or the media personality or the radio personality or the, the politician who tells them to trust the science, but they themselves don't trust it. They don't know. They're trusting the person who's telling them to trust it. They couldn't tell you a scientist. If you, if you had them lining up in a fucking room, they couldn't point one out, you know? So there's that line again from the celebrities. Trust the experts. Trust the science. 
that's the that's the way for uh, to get like the uneducated, dumb white men on board, isn't it? Is to tell them once again, yet again, that they need to trust the science, that they need to trust the experts, because we're addressing their ignorance. <laughs> oh, good job, good job, Mister Swanson. You know, one of the reasons I love Mister Swanson is he's so smart. How did he come up with this? Usually, uh, the, the the more sage members of society, i.e., our wives, to get us to pay attention to the scientists and the experts, uh, who can then direct us to something like the gift of this vaccine. The gift. It's a gift. It really is. You should you should be more grateful that. You should be more grateful that your government is giving you this gift. Happy Hanukkah, my nigga. Victor underscore von underscore shroom tipped five dollars. Thank you, Victor. When I hear trust the science, the scientist, all I can think of this is also a scientist. Okay. Not <laughs> this fucking chicken. Thank you for the video, Victor. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I, I don't know why he sent it to me. I have no idea at all what just happened. But I will put it in my little personal file to review after the show. <laughs> all right, where were we? Oh, yes, that's right. Celebrities... Celebrities telling you dumb, educate, uneducated white people what to do. My wife is definitely somebody who's guided me through this pandemic and kept me oh. uh, sane and safe. Uh, let me. Oh, it's, it's good. She's doing her job. You're a very good husband. Um, <laughs> Victor Show, the boogie, that, that boogie is a scientist. Well, they come in all shapes and sizes, don't they? And eventually we rely on <laughs> others to... Usually, uh, the, the the more sage members. Usually, the more sage members, the women, the wives of society, i.e., our wives, to get us to pay attention to. So, okay, so here is his his grand plan for addressing vaccine hesitancy in the white male community, the un, the non college educated white male community. Right, it's a three point approach. Do you want to hear it? First of all, it's we tell them that they're ignorant. Okay. All right, that's that's step number one to this fucking genius. We tell them that they're ignorant. Step number two is we tell them to trust the experts and the scientists, okay? Because that's step number two. And then step number three is we make their wives harass them. We get their wives to tell them to get vaccinated and therefore they'll just do it, obviously. Because they, they're all, they all do exactly what their wife tells them to do. I mean, what a plan. I can't see any flaws in this whatsoever, can you? I, th I think uh, Nick here is on to something. First, we'll call them names, then we'll call them stupid, and then we'll tell their wife to harass them more. Hey, foolproof. 
<laughs> this is the plan, ladies and gentlemen. To the scientists and the experts. Listen to them. Uh, who can then direct us to something like the gift of this vaccine. The gift. I love the... I love the gift of this vaccine. That's that's a line for that's a line to end all lines, that one. What a special gift you've been given. <laughs> My wife is definitely somebody who's guided me through this pandemic Isn't and that kept lovely? me uh, sane and safe. Uh, let me ask you this, Nick. On Parks and Rec, your character Ron Swanson was not a big fan of Western medicine. Have a listen. Ron, you've been sweating in here all day. Are you drinking any fluids? Yes, plenty. No, you need to drink water. Usually I take it neat, but I will make an exception in the name of health. You need to take off those layers, rehydrate, and go to the doctor. Thank you for your concern. I will be fine. Please turn the thermostat up to 90 and leave me alone. Ron, this isn't safe. I'm a grown man. I have had a cold before. I need no help. So, if you don't mind. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God damn it, Nick. You're just so fucking hilarious. Where do I get the vaccine? Where do I have to go? Hello, Mr. Offerman. I'm a dumb, uneducated white man. After watching your famously hilarious comedy stylings on Parks and Rec, uh, where do I go to get vaccinated? Please direct me to an expert. <laughs> the big question I have to ask you, would Ron get the COVID shot if Absolutely it had been offered not. to him on Parks and Rec? No, he wouldn't. Don't you dare. That is a great question. And, and what a great episode this would have made. You know, oh. uh, Ron, I think at first would, of course scoff at a vaccine and, and say, uh, I've never been to the doctor. I rely on my preternatural, you know, immune system to protect me. But then his wife, Diane, played by the great Lucy Lawless, would step up and say, hey, buddy, you're no longer uh, alone here. You've got me. I teach at a school. We've got kids to worry about. Your responsibilities are no longer limited to your own body. And then Ron Swanson would Ron Swanson would viciously beat her with the keyboard from his office, and there'd be keyboard keys fucking flying all over the room. They'd crunch when he walks out to wash the blood off his hands. <laughs> At that moment, Ron Swanson picks up the monitor from his desk and smashes it over her head, <laughs> and then drags the body out to the trunk of the car. And they go for a little drive out into the woods. I mean, he 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 basically runs parks and recreation. Don't tell me he can't hide a body. He knows every dark corner of every natural park and wildlife reserve in the county. He'd be able to dispose. I'm sure. I'm sure he's disposed of many people already. Did he ever tell you about you know what happened to his ex, his previous girlfriend? Did he? She just up and left one day. Just disappeared. Roots were down here and everything. Didn't even leave a note for her parents. Just ran out. All right, so if that wasn't enough for you, how about this, ladies and gentlemen? If Ron's, because Ron Swanson's not doing it for me, I think we can go better. Biden Fauci speak with YouTube stars. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Team YouTube. Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. 
Biden and Fauci speak with YouTube stars to promote vaccinations in cringeworthy video. Now, who would like to see Dr. Fauci and Joe Biden, or as I like to call him, Joey B, ladies and gentlemen, who would like to see Joey B and Dr. Fauci being cool and hip and fresh with a whole bunch of budding YouTube fucking stars, ladies and gentlemen? Who's, who wants to see that? Press one in the chat. If you want to see how cool Joey B relates to the young, fresh YouTube stars of today. I know I do. This will hopefully get some more vaccines into some arms out there. Especially the dumb, uneducated white people. I'm sure they're going to love this more than anyone. You know, because they're so ignorant. Seen a lot of ones in the chat. I'm glad. I'm glad. You see that? Here at Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, our chat, our, our, our chat room, our community, we believe in two things, celebrities and getting people vaccinated. So when I put the question out, hey, want to see some YouTube stars talking about getting vaccine? Everybody was like, fuck yeah, books. Fuck hell yeah. You know why? Because we're good valued members of Team YouTube. That's fucking why. Let's go. If you were to be stranded on a desert island and you had to bring one product with you, a skincare product that you might really love, what would it be? I can see we've started well. Now, I might need some help here because I don't know who this guy is. I do know, however, that the question he asks the president and, you know, the guy, the right-hand man is what skincare products would you take to a desert? I mean, if, you, know, you know who this is going to appeal to? Uneducated, dumb white people. I think so. I think this is going to work. I think this is going to work. I think more people are going to get vaccinated because of this. If you were to be stranded on a desert I've island. Got a, I've got a feeling. I hooked on a feeling. Am I on believing in your brand new vaccine? And you had to bring one product with you, a skincare product that you might really love. Mm. What would it be? Some sunscreen. So, that is a sunscreen. <laughs> if you had to bring one skincare product, what would it be? Uh, sunscreen. Who is this bag? <laughs> what the hell am I doing here, Jill? Who am I talking to? Is this, is this the new president of Israel that I'm talking to here? What am I doing here? Is this about the Palestine? There we go. There Welcome we go. So natural. To the YouTube town. Some stream. <laughs> <laughs> what would you take? I'd take some some stream. Town hall on COVID. COVID-19 vaccination with President Joe Biden and uh -huh. Dr. Anthony Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci. My name is Karine. Hit me. Jean-Pierre, and I'll be hosting these conversations that we're going to have today. Now. Fucking. Oh, fucking bravo. Bravo, ladies and gentlemen. Fucking bravo. Oh, my God. It's so fucking exciting. 
just I, I I have no idea who this woman is except for I don't know maybe two hours ago when I came across this, ladies and gentlemen. So if you don't know who this is, because it just reminded me, and I've just pulled this tweet up now, have a look at this. A bit of a personal question. Um, your presence here today is making history. Uh, you are the first black woman to stand behind that podium, speaking on behalf of the president in 30 years. Question for KGB. Your presence here today is making history. You are the first black woman to stand behind that podium in 30 years. Apparently, like, the is she the press secretary now or the deputy press secretary or something? She's involved with the press secretary in some way, shape, or form. I think she's the deputy. Um, you know, sometimes people say to me, like, oh, you sh why don't you get more insulted by this or that or whatever? You know, I don't get insulted by, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, for example, she can say whatever the fuck she wants. I don't, I'm not insulted. I don't care that much what politicians say, really. Politicians say a lot of stuff all the time, you know. Uh, it doesn't really make much difference at the end of the day, what politicians say. It's more the doing that matters. Um, but so this actually, this is more offensive your presence here today, you are the first black woman to stand. How how do you feel? How do you feel about being black? That's the question. So the White House press corps is now, remember, speaking truth to power, democracy dies in darkness, we're fearless truth tellers, we're going to hold the government accountable, all of that shit, regurgitated shit that you were spoon-fed for the last four years. It all boils down to the end result is they, they'll sit there and, and ask somebody, hey, what does it feel like to be black? Hey, you're a black girl. Tell us about that. That's the insult. Insult to the intelligence. So that's who she is, apparently. Thank you, thank you, corporate media, for letting me know who she is. Apparently, a black woman who works for the press secretary. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Got anything else for me? How about a name? <laughs> How about a fucking name, mate? No. No, no, no. Jean-Pierre, and I'll be hosting these conversations that we're going to have today. Good. Now, listen, we are doing this today because we wanted to partner up with some of your favorite creators to have a conversation about the importance. Okay, okay. Now, I don't know any of these people. Okay, Brave Wilderness. Is this a brokeback situation here? Just a guess, just a hunch. Uh, Manny Moore. Okay. I've never heard of Manny Moore. I don't know who Manny Moore is. I'm going to assume because we're on Team YouTube that he's, you know, a brilliant guy. So I'm just going to quickly have a look. <laughs> just going to quickly. He's got nearly 5 million hey subscribers. Guys. Okay, nearly 5 million subscribers. Let's have a look here. Let's take a little look at Manny. All right. If I can't get this sticker off, heads will roll. 14 bucks for six fucking pairs? Okay, honestly, don't judge me. Oh no, they really are fucking real wax. I cracked one. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. <laughs> what is up? We are in a new setting today. We are Manny out in the field, coming in hot. Don't. Um. Anyways, you guys, today I'm with my mom. Quick little shoulder shot, a little one of those, one of those. She's very anti-camera and- Okay, that's about enough. That I can do. That's about it. Thank you, Manny. Let's go. So I think we get the idea. 
right? <laughs> what that is. The sippy cup was the first indicator for mine. I was like, right, I know where we're tracking here. Uh, yeah, that's about all I can do with that. <laughs> Gypsy of diamonds with the diamond. Vantage steals the diamond, Gypsy. Stop! Stop! to have a conversation about we're just getting started the importance of getting vaccinated let's get started with let's our get first started conversation, i can't wait manny mua yes manny mua can you hear me how are you guys doing manny mua doing well doing fine how are you oh i'm doing fantastic thank you guys so much for doing this with me i really really appreciate it you guys <laughs> oh yeah 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 thank you so much for doing this with me joe i really appreciate it uh, this Manny guy had on his channel a video that was entitled I Collaborated with President Biden. Oh, that's what you call this. That's, that's what you think this is. Well, that's that's a nice positive outlook. I, I guess that's more productive than thinking that you're being used by a clearly out-of-touch president because somebody saw the amount of subscribers on your channel and they're just going to pump you out to pretend to be cool. I mean, you know, that's the other way you could look at it. But no, 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 no. Joe, Joe's a big fan, Manny. <laughs> so when you reached out, Manny, to us and said, hey, can I get Joe Biden on the show? And they said, yes. I mean, thank you for doing me a favor, Mr. President. <laughs> right? <laughs> and Dr. Fauci, of course, the world's most famous expert. You guys are absolutely great. I have a couple questions for you guys. There's a lot of rumors that are going around that young and healthy people don't need to get the vaccine. You should save it for people who... There's rumours going around. There's rumours out there. You know, I've heard a lot of bullshit rumours out there, Mr. President and Dr. Fauci, that young people don't need to get this. Can you please tell them... Can you please tell those young, uneducated, dumb people that they do? Need to Are get... a little bit older. What do you guys please. think about that? Both of your guys... What do you think about? about that? Young children, even though when they get infected... It's unlikely that they would have a serious disease compared to an elderly person or a uh -huh. person who has an underlying condition. Yes. They are not exempt from getting serious illness. Oh, so really? you want to protect the yes. youngsters, of be they you adolescents, do. be they young children. You want to protect them. There's no doubt about it. But yes, then you, you do. You definitely want to do that. Didn't really answer the question, but okay. <laughs> I, like, I like the thought. Excuse me, officer, if I'm at home uh, uh, with my wife and somebody tries to break into my house and they have a weapon, um, am I allowed to use a weapon to put them down? Well, that's a great question. Thank you for asking it. I think what we really want to get to here is uh, everybody deserves to feel safe. What? What? Yeah. I think what you're trying to say here is everybody deserves to feel safe. And that's definitely what I'm focused on here is trying to get people to feel safe. No, 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 no. I was asking very specifically, what do I do about X here? What do I do about this? Oh, that's right. Well, I think what you're really asking here is, um, you know, do you have a right to feel protected in your own home? No, no, you're saying the same thing now and just using a different word. <laughs> Incidentally, on feeling protected, since the great Dr. Fauci, because here at Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, we believe in celebrities and vaccinations. Because the great Dr. Fauci said it, um, you know, you deserve to feel safe. You should, you should protect your children. Speaking on protection, this came out earlier today. This is a fun one. Grabian, the multimedia marketplace.
Dr. Fauci, the question that everybody's asking is, are we going to need a booster shot um, to complement our COVID vaccination? Um, I, I, I love this. I love this because um, <laughs> here's the thing. If you thought that, look, by the when we get to the end of this pandemic, once everybody's been vaccinated, right? Once everybody's been vaccinated, we get to the end of the pandemic. Uh, at least we'll see, that'll be the end we see of Dr. Fauci all the time, you know. At least we won't have to see him on every television show and on every radio interview. At least we won't have to hear his voice ever again. No, no, I've got good news now. Now we're talking about the booster shots. So this is now going to become like a regular rolling thing into the future. Imagine every year, maybe every year we could have some kind of booster special concert or something. We could get you 2 and Dave Grohl and Ron Swanson, right? We could get Manny Moore out there on the stage and we can have a big celebrity concert. <laughs> we'll get Lady Gaga and we'll bring out Dr. Fauci and the band will play and streamers will go off in the air and everyone will say, we love you, Dr. Fauci. And he'll be like, it's that time of the year, boys and girls. It's time for your boosters. Got to go out there and get your boosters. You know, we, I, I, people strongly, some of the world's preeminent doctors and uh, virologists all say that the evidence strongly leans to us needing to have regular boosters to stay on top of this. And, you know, the way we're going to address booster hesitancy out there is we've got to talk to these ignorant, uneducated white men again. I mean, they're really the holdouts. They're the ones who are doing it. You know, they're... The, because of them, I'm afraid we're going to have to have twice as many boosters as we have before. I'm just, I'm sorry, it's the way it's going to have to be. The question that everybody's asking is, Grabian. are we going to need a booster shot um, to complement our COVID vaccination? Um, do you have any sense of that and what the timing might be for that? Two parts to that question, and they're separate but important. Yes. Um, I don't anticipate that the durability Grabian. of the vaccine the protection is going to be... I really should pay for, pay for a license. In, <laughs> infinite. It's, it's just not. Right. So I would imagine we will need at some time a booster. What yes. We're yes, we need boosters. So we're not getting rid of uh, Dr. Fauci anytime soon. Thank God. All right, let's get back to this. And there's also the responsibility that you have of not being part of spreading the infection throughout oh, the community. Right. So you almost want to take what I call a societal responsibility. Protecting children also protects society. Wow. I mean, don't you want to protect the children? Huh? Don't you want to be part of the solution instead of the problem? Don't you want to protect all of the little children out there? Um, so I've heard rumors about, you know, of course, a vaccine passport when you need to oh, confirm whether go. you have the vaccine. I've heard rumors about a vaccine passport. Oh, hello. Here we get. This will be interesting. <laughs> vaccine or not to travel or to go to concerts, etc. Yeah. Do you feel like that is going to be something that's going to be implemented more? Here we go. These rumors of vaccine passports, I think it just plays the paranoia. <laughs> Even Manny is like, hang on a minute. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Even Manny's sitting there going, wait a minute. P 
paranoia? Are you saying it's yet another fucking conspiracy theory? Oh, what are the odds, huh? <laughs> they really do hate you. How about this? How about this, ladies and gentlemen? Wonderful timing from seven hours ago on NBC, from seven hours ago on the NBC website, how vaccine passports for global travel will work. You know, I think a lot of the uh, news out there about vaccine passports, I think that's just uh, paranoia. Huh? <laughs> it's just paranoia, guys. It's just a conspiracy theory. Seven hours ago, how vaccine passports for global travel will work. Let's hear the great Joey B, who never lies. I mean, he's just so... One of the reasons I love Joe Biden is he's so smart. He understands that it's just good old-fashioned government doing what it does. Business as usual. There's no dramas. There's no scandals with Joey B. He, he thinks about what he says. He's very considerate with his thoughts. That's why I love him. I mean, there's some... Joey B, what would you say... If I told you, what would you say if there was some, you know, very dangerous science-denying conspiracy theorists out there who believe that a vaccine passport is on the way? What would you tell them? Um, so I've heard rumors about, you know, of course, a vaccine passport when you need to confirm whether you have the vaccine or not to travel or to go to concerts, etc. Uh -huh. Do you feel like that is going to be something that's going to be implemented more? Right. These rumors of vaccine passports, I think it just plays the paranoia. And <laughs> <in, in> some <laughs> just plays the paranoia, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Our vaccine passports for global travel will work. Do you want another one? Here, five hours ago, CNBC. Let's go through them, shall we? I just put vaccine passport into Google News. Let's see what happens because, hey, it's just paranoia. It's not a vaccine passport, but more people travel clear post-pandemic, so we're just renaming the vaccine passport. Uh, what to expect on your vaccine passport when international travel resumes? Independent MP Helen Haynes worried push for border vaccine passports will result in checkpoints. Prime Minister Powers, so what push? It's just a conspiracy theory. Uh, see, I'm getting a lot of Australian stuff. See, I'd, I'd much rather have the American shit. Um, but, I mean, you know, clearly, clearly, it's just, it's just all a conspiracy theory. All of these apparently reputable news outlets are now spreading disinformation and paranoia, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't it fun? Thank you, Joey B, for keeping me informed. People, particularly with younger people. Young people. And, it's, uh, it's ring the bell it's paranoid. And get your cheese, man. <laughs> Thank you for the sub. It's paranoid young people. Hey, <laughs> eh? Listen to this fucking guy. More? These rumors. I mean, I've heard all these rumors about the vaccine passport, Joey B. Vaccine passport, when you'll need to confirm whether you have the vaccine or not to travel or to go to concerts, etc. Do you feel like that is going to be something that's going to be implemented more? These rumors of vaccine passports, I think it just rumors. plays the paranoia in, in some plays people, particularly with younger people. And uh, that's just wow. not the case. Wow. This is why I've said on this show so many fucking times, man. Like, even when Trump was in office, right, I'd get it all the time. Somebody would come out and say, oh, Trump said he's going to do this. And I'm like, so what? So what? Saying you're going to do something is not doing something. Politicians say things all the time. 
It's not a Trump-specific trait. It's a, it's a politics-specific trait. Politicians will tell you that they're not doing something right up until the moment they change their mind and do it. Just think about the examples we have. Gay marriage, right? No, no. We believe marriage is between a man and a woman. And it's not like if you believe in gay, whatever. That's not the point here. They'll tell you, no, we're not doing gay marriage. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're not doing it until they decide that they're doing it. And then they do it. And then they do it. We're not raising taxes. We would never raise taxes. Didn't you hear, Boogie? He said he's not raising any taxes. And they'll say they're not raising taxes right up until the time that they decide they're going to raise taxes. And then they raise them. (laughs) What politicians say means fuck all. And if we haven't figured that out by now, we fucking deserve to be lied to. What they say means nothing. Because they'll say whatever they have to say in the moment. And when that moment changes, then they'll say whatever they have to say again. They'll just, they can just change their mind. Oh no, we're doing this now. But you said. And it's just, it's the same routine every single time. The same routine over and over and over again. And now it's the same thing for the vaccine passports. So this will be enough now for millions of people then who watch this. That'll be enough then if they if they even hear you mention the word vaccine passport. This will they have now been armed. They are able now to go, you're just paranoid, bro. And you'll be able to show them all of the news reports like I just did. NBC, Financial Review, Border Mail, fucking Sky conversation guardian right there usa today all of these sources are like here's what you need to do when you get your vaccine passport the vaccine passport's on the way here's what you need to know will you be able to catch the bus without a vaccine passport experts say no right over and over and over again and they'll just tell you to your face ah you're just being paranoid i think it's just feeding paranoia and like I said, millions of people will just take that light. You can show them the stories and they'll still say to your face, no, 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 that's just paranoid. That's fake news. And they'll go off whistling with their hands in their pockets. And then when it comes out, like we covered the guy last week, oh, good idea. I can't wait for the conspiracy theorists to start crying, right? When you're proven correct, they'll forget that they called you a conspiracy theorist and instead they'll say no it was always going to happen and it's a good idea and you'll say to them six months ago you called me a conspiracy theorist for saying we were going to get this and now you now you're saying it's a good idea and we should have it yeah so i've always thought it's a good idea they'll just blindly lie to you and i'll start telling you what you want to hear and you'll start saying to people like me over again Hey, no, yeah, you know what? The vaccine passport's happening, but they're not going to bring it into schools. That'll never happen here. I mean, didn't you hear him? He said they're not going to do it for restaurants, mate. They said they're not going to bring in those rules. So, you know. And I'll, I'll be like, we just did this six months ago with the last thing. They say they're not doing it until they do it. Here we are again. It's just paranoid. Just paranoid. Hey. There's a lot of rumours out there. It's all these young, paranoid people who are saying it. People like MSNBC, CNBC, Financial Review, USA Today, right? Those kinds of paranoid people. 
you know, of course, a vaccine passport when you need to confirm whether you have the vaccine or not to travel or to go to concerts, etc. Do you feel like that is going to be something that's going to be implemented more? These rumors of vaccine passports, I think it just plays the paranoia in, in some totally. people, particularly wow. with younger people. And uh, that's just not the case. But if you've been vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. And if you're not, you should wear a mask for your own safety's sake and for the sake of the people you care a great deal about, yeah. the people you love. It's so, so, so again, didn't Fauci, what, like last week, say, no, that's not true? Who can, who can keep up with this? so easy for people to get a vaccine. All you have to do is text your zip code and the number 438829. It'll tell you exactly where you can go to get a vaccine. You can get it quickly. And you know what? Uber and Lyft have come along and they've said that for the end of May, all... Oh, oh. What is this? What is this? All the way through the July 4th. Anybody who calls July them, 4th. they'll pick them up, take them to a vaccine site, yeah. wait for them and take them back. Wow. That's a big deal. That's a big deal, Bob. That's amazing. Honestly, that's incredible. I love it. That's amazing. It's incredible. <laughs> it's amazing. It's incredible. How do they come up with these foolproof strategies, ladies and gentlemen? How do they do it? But they did an initiative like that. I feel like that's absolutely amazing and so responsible. Absolutely of them. You amazing. You know, for my last question, President Biden, because I am a beauty guru myself. I'm a beauty guru. <laughs> We've got ourselves a beauty guru. <laughs> and 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 may I say, isn't Manny beautiful? Isn't our beauty guru here? Just stunning, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. Beauty Guru. Hey, who left all this garbage on the steps of Congress? I'm not garbage. I'm an amendment to be. Yes, an amendment to be. And I'm hoping that they'll ratify me. There's a lot of flag burners who have got too much freedom. I want to make it legal for policemen to beat them. Because there's limits to our liberties. He's just absolutely stunning. Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Team, here at Team YouTube, we're against vaccine hesitancy. Team YouTube, everybody. Yay! YouTube celebrities are awesome. Woo! We love you, Manny. We love you, person. We love you, Joey B. You know, I do have to ask, if you were to be stranded on a desert island and you had to bring one product with you, a skincare product that you might really love, what would it be? I really wish he'd flip the script, you know? I really wish for once it wouldn't be predictable. I think that's my major issue with modern entertainment is it's just so predictable. You know, I want to be surprised sometimes. You know, I'm a beauty guru. So after the question, after the question, hey, you know, there's a lot of rumors out there about the vaccine passport. Joey B's like, ah, look, that's just young people being paranoid. Oh, good. I'm glad we sorted that out. Uh, if I can have a follow-up question, what's your favorite skincare lotion? What's your Australi? <laughs> what's your Australi sign? Fucking throwbacks to um, meth pussy. 
Can I ask what your star sign is, Joey B? <laughs> I think uh, my wife, before I headed to that island, would tell me that you better bring some sunscreen. Yeah. There we go. Got that out. That was all the questions I had. I just want to say thank you so much. Have an amazing one, both of you. Have a great day. You too. Mwah. As you just heard from President Biden, everyone needs to get vaccinated. <laughs> Again, again, another surefire way to get those uneducated, ignorant, dumb white men along for the trip too, isn't it? I mean, surely now, after hearing that, after hearing the gay YouTuber talk about skincare products and Joey B saying vaccine passports are just conspiracy theory and you're paranoid, uh, that's definitely, as you can hear, you know, you dumb white guys out there, now everybody needs to get it. Oh, okay, good. Well... Call the boss, honey. I'm not going to be in today. I'm going to go off and save some children. Have an amazing one, both of you. Have a great day. Have a great you day, too. everybody. As you just heard from President Biden, just hear. everyone needs to get vaccinated, yes. including young people. Yeah. And if you are 12 years and older, you are now eligible to get vaccinated. So Woo. please get that vaccine. And now I am Woo. so excited to introduce Me you too. to Brave Wilderness, Coyote I'm and Mark, so excited two of as my well. daughter's favorite. Okay. Let's listen in. I can't wait. Hey fellas, how are you? Hey fellas. Good, how are you guys doing? What's happening bros? Look at these fucking, look at these hot hunks, fucking hot piles of fucking man meat here. Look at that. Just masculine sexuality oozing out of every pore. These are men. He's a man's man. Hogtie and Brandom and all of that shit. I'm doing. That's what they should call themselves. Hogtie and Brandom. They can be a duo. Let's see there. Hogtie on the left, Brandom on the right. Fellas, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? I'm hey, doing how you well. doing, guys? Good to see you. What Mark and I do, we are often on some pretty crazy adventures. Nice. I like crazy. Everybody loves crazy adventures. Familiar with our work. Especially dumb, uneducated white men. We all love crazy adventures. But it's pretty wild. Mine's really calm. (laughs) (laughs) I get up close with all... You think of that? <laughs> hmm? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I think I've, I think I prefer the gay makeup guru. If I'm being brutally honest here. Can uh, hopefully these two guys are gay? They better be. Otherwise, I'm turning it off. All sorts of animals that would. Pe- and if they are gay, then they'll mention it. <laughs> I'm sure. People likely be afraid of snakes, scorpions, sharks, okay. even grizzly bears. And fear is usually a result of people not understanding a certain species. I yeah, because you know, because if I had read more books about grizzly bears, I'm sure I wouldn't shit myself if one was tearing my fucking arms out. I'm sure I wouldn't be afraid. <laughs> If I, if I just if I just saw one more fucking documentary about a grizzly bear, I'm sure I wouldn't shit my pants when I saw one. That's that's all it is. Fear is just ignorance. Again, we're back to the ignorant, dumb white people. 
can say that the same thing goes for shots and vaccines. And what, what can you tell us that will help alleviate any concerns parents might have in regard to kids getting vaccinated yeah. and why children that are the appropriate age should not be afraid of the vaccine? Mm. You know, exposing... Listen, the music in the background, it's like a fucking day spa. <laughs> I feel like I need to be walking around with a hairnet on, like a shower cap in a bathrobe with little pink slippers somebody to something that is going to be for their benefit and yeah. if they learn about it yeah. they'll be able to do good by it ah. are you saying you want people to research vaccines okay let me put into google here vaccine passport <laughs> oh you don't with the facts you don't put the passport into the uh, google machine there that's just uh all you're gonna get is uh, young people being uh, paranoid they're being paranoid about it excuse me mr biden when you said vaccine passports was just a paranoid conspiracy theory, I put it into the Google machine and MSNBC came up and said that I need to learn about it because it's going to happen. Is MSNBC... Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, fake news. There's a lot of Trumpers out there who, uh, you know, you just need some screen. This sunscreen will be good enough for you. It's the same way I explain to parents about why their 12-year-old should get the shot. Yeah. And I talk about it in terms of teaching about obligation of the give me that 12 year old bring that 12 year old over here let me sniff him <laughs> that's how they determine which 12 year olds get the shot they just line them up under joey b's nose <laughs> yep shot no you're good <laughs> mm, raspberries yeah you get the shot i already had the shot now you get another one i can smell the covert antibodies coming out of their hair out of little Sally's ponytail. People, it's not just about them. It's an obligation they have to their friends and yeah. other people. It's about saving and everyone. On show you do. Yeah. You talk about the obligation we have to take care of what we've been given, mm. the wild and yeah. so on. Mm. The important thing is that often parents ask some reasonable questions. Yeah. Is this real? Sometimes, sometimes parents ask legitimate, reasonable questions. Sometimes they just whacked out nut jobs. Really safe for my child, and did you really rush the vaccine? That vaccine that has been distributed, that yeah. I got, that the president got, Team YouTube. that is the result of decades of scientific and clinical research decades. that led to that. We decades. To to we've, been we we've been working on this fucking thing for 30 years. You wouldn't even know. I mean, we've had this in the planning for a long time. Don't. Dr. Fauci, don't say we've been planning this for a long time. That'll that'll <laughs> that'll get the conspiracy theories. You know, if we're gonna combat all of the misinformation and conspiracy theories out there, we need to tell the truth. And the truth is that we've been planning this for at least 30 years. No shh. Shh. Cut his mic. Quick. No, no, Dr. Fauci, no, no. It wasn't rushed, but it definitely wasn't planned, okay? Okay. Oh, yes, of course, Alcilia. Uh, Joey B? Oh, it's just uh, paranoia. Just paranoid uh, young people. There's uh, paranoia there. Every single video that we make for our YouTube channel requires some kind of travel. So needless yeah. to say, this past year has been, it's been pretty challenging, but we recognize it hasn't been nearly as challenging as some of the families out there that haven't been able to see loved ones yeah. or take their kids on those experiences that's to the true. national That's true. That's been so much like worse, that. so How hard. How does this new vaccine group impact summer vacation? Yeah. If they have that vaccine, 
they can get on a plane. They're probably still going to put a mask on the most planes or planes, trains, and buses, but. <laughs> How will the vaccine affect travel? Well, uh, you'll be able to get on a plane. Happy Hanukkah, oh. my nigga. Hey. Winning underscore TV tipped $3. Thank you, Phil. This was going to be a palate cleanser into the break. Don't forget maybe this came from an Asian country, possibly maybe, but we at CNN never stopped investigating the China theory. Okay. No, we didn't. We've, it was cloudy from the start. <laughs> The soundtrack to our lives here at Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yes. Thank you for the video, Phil. <laughs> You're, you've been hanging out with Victor Von Schroom a little too much, I think. Victor Von Schroom's been a very bad influence on our Phil. Uh, tomorrow night, by the way, dlive.tv slash winning TV, Phil D'Angelo and Victor Von Schroom together again. Doing this kind of shit here. Which is not recommended. This sounds like paranoia, if you ask me. Let's carry on. They're going to be able to go wherever they wherever they want to go. Vaccines are making travel safe. Really? We are an. <sighs> the vaccine is making travel safe. That's nice. Interconnected world. Yeah. And we stay interconnected by travel, so travel is really very important. Yep, but not for the people who are vaccine hesitant, though. Sorry, no more travel for you. Okay. By the way. Any talk of uh, the rumours about a vaccine passport, ladies and gentlemen? I mean, that's just paranoia. So if you get a, if you get a vaccine, you can go on a plane again. Good. Will there be a vaccine passport? <laughs> no. <laughs> but but ninety percent of people who watch this clip, unironically, will go, "Yeah, that makes sense to me." Of course it's not going to be a passport. That's paranoia and conspiracy theory. Yes, only vaccinated people will be allowed to travel internationally. What, what do you, what don't you understand about this? Didn't you hear Dr. Fauci and the experts? They know. They know what's going on. That's why I love Joey B. I mean, he just protects me. And the gateway to safe travel is to get vaccinated. Wow. You let me know when you're ready to take a grand adventure. If you want to meet a wolf in person, I can get you situated with that. Just send Air Force One out. Mark and I will be ready for any adventure you guys want to go on. Thank you, guys. You're awful nice. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. So does the other guy speak? Is this? Are they like Penn and Teller? I just want to go on. Thank you, guys. You're awful nice. Thank you. Does Hogtie speak or is it just Brandon? I don't think he said one fucking word, did he? Just sat there. <laughs> Maybe he asked about the vaccine passport too. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, gee, we're getting right to the end of the show here. I think we might just, we may as well just fucking skip the break, huh? And do one more thing. 
let's see. What do we want to do? What have we got here? Okay, this is a fun, this is a fun little one. Uh, somebody posted this to TikTok. What it's like to live in a far left house. This will be good. What it's like to live in a far left house. You are such a fucking idiot! If you read what Catholicism is, you'll see that it is literally horrible. Catholicism is right up there with capitalism and killing people and making this world a miserable, miserable place. So you practicing Catholicism means that you are no longer my mother. She sounds, she sounds like a fucking little bundle of joy, doesn't she? This one. <laughs> so I'm guessing this is a brother recording the sister talking to the mother. That's my guess here. I think I'm right. Could be wrong. He might be fucking her. I don't know. But <laughs> this is this is a daughter talking to a mother. You are no longer my mother. <laughs> oh, God. Thank fuck for that. You're such a fucking idiot. Shut up, mom, you idiot. You'll see that it is literally horrible. Catholicism is right up there with capitalism. Get to, I'm not sharing with Caitlin. Killing people and making this world a miserable, miserable place. So you practicing Catholicism means that you are no longer my mother, no longer someone I look up to, and you're just as bad as the person who murdered the cow to make that hurt. So go ahead, carry your... <laughs> You just see a little flash of mum who appears to be just like not even looking at her, just casually, maybe, I'd like to think she's chopping up vegetables or something. Just casually preparing dinner. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> it's wonderful, Caitlin. <laughs> You've got a lot of very strong opinions, don't you, sweetheart? You're no longer my mother. You're fucking, oh, God. Miserable, miserable place. So you practicing Catholicism means that you are no longer my mother, no longer someone I look up to, and you're just as bad as the person who murdered the cow to make that hurt. So go ahead, carry your dead cow. Er Ernie Banks in the chat. This cost the parents 150000 <laughs> around, walk in your Catholic church, and listen to them preaching bigotry and hatred. And you can just become a freaking Republican if that's what you really want to be. Because you won't go to another freaking church. That's pathetic. Doesn't like mum being a Catholic. Respect your elders, young lady. Okay, I'm gonna give you the option. Give you the option to go out to the end of the show here. We can do one of two things. Okay, so the first thing I have is, the first thing I have here is a graduation message from Kamala Harris. That's number one. Number two is a mini rabbit hole I, rent, I went down after somebody sent me an article, how to perform magical spells with your menstrual blood. That's number two. I have a feeling I know which way you'll jump already. I'm just going to grab a beer. I'll let you discuss amongst yourselves. Number one for Kamala Harris. Number two for enchanted menstrual blood. Alright, be back in a sec.
I just had to visit the little boys' room. So let me scan up here. Now we can kick on through. Let me see what people are voting for. One, two, 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 two. It's the twos. The twos definitely have it. All right. <laughs> so let me set this up for you. This was an article that I was sent. I'll take you on the journey I went on with this one. This is what I was sent. I don't know if I can say the, I don't know if the person wants me to say. Oftentimes people send me stuff and they're like, don't, just don't say that I sent it. <laughs> Usually that's the sex robot shit. <laughs> just letting you know. So this was sent through by, this was sent through by a loyal listener. Teen Vogue teaches 12 to 17 year old readers how to use menstrual blood in witchcraft. So of course I was like, well, yes, tell me more. I need to know about this. Teen Vogue, which is targeted at children as young as 12 years old, has published an article explaining to its readers how to use menstrual blood for witchcraft. Now, I thought, well, I can either read the article that's talking about the article or I can go to the source itself. So that's what I decided to do. And um, as always, Teen Vogue using only the best of artwork when it comes to their articles with this. That's fantastic there. Just gonna, that's a very quick flash for you <laughs> because it's fucking disgusting. Menstrual blood magic, three spells for your period. If I could, if I could use my menstrual blood to cast a spell, I would say periods be gone. <laughs> and then there's no more menstrual blood. <clears throat> In this installment of practical magic, this is called practical magic. Very practical. Oh, I guess you do produce your own. Does that mean when you get into your like like say like late 40s or early 50s does that mean that you cease to be magical because you're no longer producing menstrual blood or or does it still work with somebody else's Lisa Stardust explains menstrual magic and how to use your periods to connect with yourself Drop my bottle over Um I want you to do something for me. I want you to imagine that you can cast spells through your pussy. That's it. I got I got your magic wand right here. <laughs> what if I put my magic wand into the pot of uh, mystical enchanted menstrual blood? What will happen then? Look at my wand here. Look at it. Put it in your mouth, Fika. Breathe through your pussy. Wake up, honey, I made you breakfast. Fresh <laughs> coffee and a ringos too. A new day is waiting for us. We got lots of stuff done to do. <clears throat> Always remember that magic is for believers. This column can also can also simply serve as a guide to getting in touch with yourself, magically or not. So let's have a look at these spells here. Because this isn't the rabbit hole that I want to show you believe it or not. Protection from unwanted negativity. <laughs> I reckon if you go around uh, telling people that you cast spells with your period blood, that's a sure way to make new friends. Huh? Protect you from unwanted negativity. Menstrual blood can be used in spells to ward off evil and protect us. If used properly, Blue Joan uh, Blue June, host of Mystic Witch Podcast, suggests creating a witch bottle to repel negative vibes from others. Listen to this. 
Collect any pieces of broken glass, tacked nails or screws or anything else you've collected from your journeys that could injure you. So they, they're basically like grandfathers in a garage. You know, you know how the grandfathers in the garage always have a jar with like all bunch of odd shaped nuts and bolts and nails and shit in it, you know? So they're gonna walk they're gonna walk around picking up pieces of glass off the street. This is good. Collect any pieces of broken glass, tacks, nails, screws, or anything else you've collected from your journeys. Your journeys, like you're a traveler. <laughs> that could injure you in a mason jar with your menstrual blood, and then they put in brackets here, or a used tampon. Very important. Like if you can't catch the blood in the jar directly. I guess you could wring out a couple of pads. <laughs> Make sure you cover all of that broken glass there in the jar. Seal it tight and bury it near your home for protection from others. Well, that's certainly better than a firearm. We've already... Enough blood has been spilt today. We don't need to spill anymore. How about cleaning up our lives? Tarot reader, colour magic practitioner and curator Sarah Potter Recommends using the potency of menstrual blood to simplify, uh, simplify, simplify. <laughs> Some people simple, simplify. I simplify, baby. Simplify our lives. When cutting the cord from someone or fixing something that's a problem, this means using it to banish anyone who's causing us pain. So we're using menstrual blood to banish people, to expel them. Collect your menstrual blood and add a few drops to a small cup of water to use as ink to write a list of people or situations you wish to release from your life. When your list is completed, set it on fire and picture all of that negativity leaving your energetic field, Potter said. Afterwards, take a cleansing bath or shower and again picture the negative energy being whisked away from you and washing down the drain. Okay. So there's a couple of spells there for your menstrual blood. Now, this is actually, this is the rabbit hole. Now, because if you look, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't say, on the side of the, like in one of the side columns here, next to the article, there's a little video here, and it's asked me, if do I want to watch it? And this video is called, Dear White Women, We Need to Talk About Coachella. Now, I don't know what fucking Coachella is, but... What if we say, let's say we play this for like 45 seconds. We have a black woman and an Asian woman who are going to talk to white women specifically. Remember, this is Teen Vogue. So this is for like 12, 13, 14, 15-year-old girls, okay? So I listen to, a like, like I said, about 45 seconds of this. Now, I'm going to give you the option. I'm not going to make you watch this yet. I'll play 45 seconds of it. And if you want to watch the like a little bit more to take us out to the end of the show, then press one. If you don't want to watch a little bit more, which I would understand, press two. It'll be up to you, okay? So here's your 45 seconds. Tell me what you think. One for watch, two for no thanks. So what is the one thing that just seems to happen every single Coachella without fail, other than weird dudes following you around asking where the after party at? Cultural appropriation, which is the topic of our show today, uh, Pop Feminist, which is Teen Vogue's new show dissecting pop culture through an interse intersectional feminist lens. Um, my guest today here is Jess Andrews, who is Teen Vogue. People aren't even waiting for the 45-second brother. 
People are already putting their votes in the chat. <laughs> it's mostly twos. <laughs> Most people are like, no, God, no, please, I don't want to. Don't you want to look? Don't you want to look at pop culture through an intersectional feminist lens? <laughs> What's wrong with you? So Coachella is a hippie festival. Somebody said in the chat. So I'm guessing like a Burning Man kind of scenario, right? Got you. And so I guess the white chicks would be out there with the Rastafarian hats and the dreadlocks and shit. I'm guessing that's what we're going to be getting at if it's a hippie festival. President, fashion editor. Ah, uh, now, now see the ones are coming back very strong here. <laughs> um and current cultural appropriation slayer. <laughs> a cultural appropriation slayer. <laughs> Come on, give it to me. Give it to me. I want to hear why upper middle class white girls taking drugs with dreadlocks dancing around in the mud topless. I want to hear why that's racist. Give it to me, man. You. Absolutely not. You know, it's not a novel idea. Even if you search cultural appropriation in Coachella, you'll find so many pieces written about it um, over the last uh, few years. And it really is distressing to me because... It's distressing. Oh, so she's a normal person, you see, because the people writing articles about cultural appropriation at some fucking hippie festival, right? Uh, that's 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 distressing. Oh, that's a good point. I agree. You know, people should really just let people do what they want, you know, have the hair they want, dress however they want. And then, you know, we'll all get along better if we respect everybody's boundaries, you know. So I'm glad that she's on the right side here, clearly. I mean. Because I'm like, after all the conversation, you still see people taking these sacred symbols uh, and wearing them to the festival and really making uh, light of people's culture. Ah, uh, right. So she's, she's the opposite. So she's one of the whack jobs. <laughs> Sacred symbols. <laughs> Sacred symbols like menstrual blood. Sacred symbols like putting menstrual blood into a jar to ward off evil spirits. Remember, reminder, this clip is on Teen Vogue, which is aimed at 12, 13, 14, 15-year-old girls. It's just wrong. Right. I mean, that's it's the thing. Just a lot wrong. of these particular... Look, look, Sarah, we can sit here all day and make arguments about individual freedom and liberty and... Uh, people having a right to dress how they want and have their hair how they want. We can talk about all that stuff. But here's my counter. It's just wrong, and I think it's distressing. Oh, well, that's good enough. <laughs> Minister of Fun came in the chat with, like, seven minutes to go of the program, just walks in. Hi, Boogs! Can somebody please ban Kimmy from the chat? You can't walk in. You can't walk in 90 percent of the way through the show and then act like hey what's going on everybody what the fuck is this you've disturbed the whole group now march your ass outside young lady can't have you in here somebody please remove her from the chat immediately immediately cannot allow that kind of behavior and wearing them to the festival and really making light yeah. of people's culture. And it's people's just culture. wrong. It's right. Just, I mean, that's just the thing. Wrong. A lot of these particular pieces of culture that these people try to, you know, wear to festival. What do you mean by these people? Piece, pieces of culture. <laughs> I like all of my pieces of culture. You know, I'm really glad that we can have these little conversations in what looks to be a 1970s English tea room. 
with the temporary wall behind us. Because I can see the hinge in the middle. <laughs> so in front of the temporary wall in the old style English tea room. Mr. Fun Kimmy with the diamond. Say my name. I just did, Kimmy. Just did. So we can have this conversation, uh, this Asian lady and this uh, black lady educating white people, white women specifically. Um, about their their horrible cultural appropriation. And you see them wearing, don't you? You see them wearing pieces of culture. That's a lovely piece of culture you've got around your neck there. Thank you for noticing. Winning TV with a diamond. Say her name again. It's my fault. Minister of Fun Kimmy. Minister of Fun Kimmy. That's the only, that's it. I'm done saying it now. Symbols are really sacred, sacred symbols to a lot of people. Yeah. Like, we can talk about war bonnets, which yeah. are really, really important spiritual symbols um, with a lot of political meaning as well for yeah. a lot of tribes. Absolutely. Or one tribe. You'll see bros yeah. wearing war bonnets at Coachella, and the idea that for Native Americans. Uh, coffee talk with Sandra with the diamond, Kimmy. Thank you, yeah. These guys look like they're having fun, if you ask me. Coffee Talk Cassandra with another diamond and the same message, and yet again. <laughs> Are you having fun? Are you enjoying this? Huh? Are you having fun or what? Haven't you got something better to do? <laughs> Thank you for the diamonds. Coffee talk with Sandra. Kimmy, yes. I did say it, Kimmy. I said it. I don't know about you, but these boys, to me, they look like they're ready to have fun. Unlike you. <laughs> Coffee talk with Sandra with the diamond. Yes, and so is Kimmy. There you go. I mean, who would you rather hang out with, honestly, right? Look at this. Would you rather sit with the young... The two young ladies, the Asian lady and the black lady, who are going to tell you about cultural appropriation through a feminist intersectional lens? Or do you want to hang with the two drunk guys who paint their chest crazy colours and wear Indian masks? And go, hoya, 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 give me another beer! Yeah, fuck yeah, bro! Fucking light up that fucking joint, bro! I drinks my beer right from the keg. Woohoo! I know what I'd rather be hanging out with. <laughs> I I really think we need to talk about cultural appropriation through a postmodernist feminist intersectional lens. Ugh. Who are those guys? I want to hang with those two cats. They look like way more fun. Probably have a better chance of getting laid. Bonnets at Coachella and the idea that for Native American culture and a specific tribe, not every Native American, um, but those bonnets signify they're earned. You know, those feathers are earned. They signify something that's really sacred to that culture. Who the fuck are you to speak for Native Americans? Who the fuck are you? Because they're just so enlightened. They're so culturally enlightened. They just know so much more than us, don't they? I'm glad we have these people around to speak on behalf of, you know, 
unknown masses of people as though it were just like one homogenous grouping. I'm glad there are people in our society willing to do that for us because otherwise I would have no idea what millions of people I don't know think. Luckily, somebody on a website somewhere told me, these people think this. Oh, good. Now I can feel guilty without feeling guilty about it. So to take that war bonnet on as a prop and to wear it doing all kinds of illegal activity at Coachella, oh, no, it's, not, it's disrespectful. Not, not disrespectful illegal activity. <laughs> Oh, wow. I can see you're all about having fun, aren't you? Um, excuse me, but what you're doing is disrespectful and I think probably illegal. Oh, my God. Who invited this fucking bitch? Hey, look, we're just trying to, we're just trying to get drunk and be silly here, okay? Fuck, why don't you fuck off, all right? Somebody's sucking all the fun out of these kids. And it's offensive. Right. And, and, I mean, that's and a, it's offensive. Don't forget, it's also offensive. Same thing with the bindi, which is the symbol of yeah. awakening and sure sort of spirituality. Yeah. Yes. And the third eye, the, the third eye. Let me ask you something, sweetheart. What's the, what's the symbolic nature of that fucking hideous scorpion weird fucking finger jewelry you have on there? Does that have any, any, any spiritual significance or is it just a trashy piece of shit? What's going on there? Oh, and yes, Vanessa Hudgens, of course, the bastion of culture. And spiritual development. And when you wear that at Coachella and you're drinking, you're partying, and you just look at it as a forehead accessory, you're really dismissing the meaning behind it. You're right. dismissing a whole culture of people. Um, it's very dehumanizing to see. It's dehumanizing. You're dismissing a culture of people. You're, you're just a really evil son of a bitch, aren't you? that uh, as a South Asian person. I actually got a comment ah. um, that I really, really loved. And a uh, South Asian Tell jewelry designer said that, you know, it was so frustrating to her to see that symbol of her culture being made a mockery of at Coachella. So yeah, that well, really inspired me to speak up for those groups as well as my own. It, it was such an inspiration. You know, see, I once met a South Asian woman and she said to me that she doesn't like white people wearing this thing on their head. And from that, then I knew my life's work at that moment. I was inspired. <laughs> I was inspired. Basically, I was inspired to nag. I've become a professional nag. A nagger. <laughs> I just go around here nagging all over the place. Everyone knows me now as the biggest nagger in the county. Just constantly nag, nag, nag. <laughs> it is though, isn't it? It's nagging. It's somebody like tapping you on the shoulder going, excuse me, excuse me. I don't think you should be doing this. Excuse me. Jim Edward in the chat. With the timely reminder, of course. Yes, Jim, you're, you're quite correct in pointing that out. Team YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. Team YouTube. Team YouTube, Boogs. Don't forget about Team YouTube. Well, here at Team YouTube, we support naggers. We do. We support naggers because they're doing important things for the world. We support all of our we support all of our nagger content creators because they're creating a world without cultural appropriation and they're addressing racism. I love naggers. 
marginalized group as a black woman and to say that this is offensive and disrespectful. So just think twice right. before wearing it next time. Totally. But I mean, that said, we also have Kylie Jenner. She's a yeah. perennial offender of the cultural appropriation game. She <laughs> decided to go on the boxer braids. Don't you fucking love that you're now like living in a time where we're now going after fucking what one of the Jenners? <laughs> She's a serial offender. <laughs> Kylie Jenner is a <laughs> Kylie Jenner is about to learn that you can go from like hip and cool and and you know culturally relevant to to a Nazi, <laughs> you know. She's one of the worst offenders. She's always culturally appropriating everybody. She's a sick, disgusting... She may as well be white. I mean, come on. She's so racist. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for the day. Honestly. The cultural appropriation game. She decided to don the boxer braids. Right. Yeah, right. right. Cornrows, I mean, I look think... at all of these things that people are wearing. A cornrow. Not allowed to have cornrows. I think, um, again, aren't some, a hairstyle that you necessarily can't wear. But when you think about the black women who wear cornrows and are fired from their jobs, or the black girls who are banned from their classrooms for wearing cornrows, and then that same style is celebrated on somebody like Kylie Jenner, and it's treated as if it's new and edgy, you can see that there's something wrong here you know there's a double standard yeah you know you know what else is new and edgy you know say because that's not new and edgy but you know what is new and edgy getting offended by stuff getting offended by stuff and then lecturing different groups of people about why they're bad for doing it i mean that's that's the new edgy isn't it this is really cutting edge cultural i'm glad we're learning here on the show and that's what I think we need to bring attention to, you right. know, that that hairstyle in and of itself should be fine for any race to embrace. But why is there a stigma when right. black women it's do it? Absolutely. Yeah. Again, the reiteration that we want to sort of shut up cornrows sort of put out there is there's nothing wrong. These, these naggers and their cornrows. <laughs> Get this nagger off the plane. <laughs> You're a team YouTube, ladies. <laughs> Here at Team YouTube, we believe in creating a safe, productive, positive content experience for all of you naggers out there. We really do. All right. <laughs> With that, ladies and gentlemen, let's wrap it up. Thank you for joining us tonight on the Wednesday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. I'll be back on Friday night. I don't even know what time. We might do 6 o'clock again on Friday. I'm not sure. Although now I'm starting at 7 and people are kind of getting used to 7. I know. I'm sorry. Would you rather I start earlier on Friday or start at 7 the usual time? Because an extra hour of sleep, I can manage an extra hour of sleep. No problem. So, all right. All right, we'll do seven. We'll be back at seven. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't know. Stick around. Whatever time we go live at, that's the time we always go live, okay? Thank you to everyone who contributed tonight on DLive and Streamlabs. Thank you for everyone for joining us. Thank you to everyone who shares the show out. Uh, like I said, I'll be back on Friday. Don't forget to follow some of our friends, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, winning TV tomorrow night. 
Coffee Talk with Sandra, Rational Times. I don't know if everybody's favourite lover of French women will be around or not. Uh, JJ in the morning, Lois Ropez, Way Dave, don't forget them. Joy Pessy, Major Tom, The Rice Man. Uh, you got the you got the Kimmy Show. Don't forget about Kimmy Show. You got a Kimmy Show. Kimmy Show Thursday night, perhaps. We'll see. We'll see if that develops. Uh, at Real Person PLTCS, Chamani, of course. Don't forget about Chamani. Frozen Asian Sunday night shit show. And anyone else I may have forgotten. So, until Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, stay calm, stay rational. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.